Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natteria, and I'm here to chat her down her on the farm. I hope I'll get to brighten your day. I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things down here on me Florida farm. It's great to be with you again. Thank you so much for your lovely comments and messages. Today, I want to chat a few, about a few things, and but first up, I need to mention that I don't talk about the news current affairs you know we're all sick of them aren't we tired of it all you know you don't need to be reminding you of everything you've already seen or heard this week do you me show's here to give you a break from it all a good laugh even if it is only once a week on a wednesday <laughs> still you can always listen to all me shows again at the website nednatter.com yep okay well put everything down no everything I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Nat Show. And you can't miss this. Before I run off and tell you more, let's have a look round the farm. And believe me, we've had enough of frost. Yup, frost. Having to cover up me winter veggies every night. Oh. I, I thought about putting everything in pots, see, this year. And, uh, you know, so I could bring the plants indoors. Well, that way I could uh, put the wife Elsie outside instead. <laughs> Cover her up. <laughs> I'd rather talk to me veggies anyway, you know. Oh dear. <laughs> Trouble is, Ned Jr., the wife's piggy and me namesake, is fond of veggie snacks. So I'd have to put him out with the wife. I suppose they'd keep each other warm. <laughs> when it comes to me old mum Nan, frost don't hurt her no 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 most days she looks just like she's got off a mortuary slab anyway <laughs> this is ned now here with the ned now show you want to know where you can find me and me shows at nednatter.com me daughter young dolly's little ram young butt has been getting around now you know he's uh, put on a few ounces this week he's been at a close call you know uh Oh dear, well, I noticed Lonnie, me blind neighbour, petting it with a plan. <laughs> I noticed Lonnie was, uh, you know, getting a bit friendly with it there, you know. I think he was thinking about a combination of a nice supper and winter slippers in one go. <laughs> oh dear. Luckily, I got away from him in time. Gave him one of the wife's disgustingly overloaded frozen pizzas instead. <laughs> It might have jammed up the old microwave though, so um, you'll see it's nearly two feet across. <laughs> so I told Lonnie I'd cut it into quarters so he could cook one of them at a time. If you remember, I got asked to be best man for my lawyer brother in LA. He's been on the phone again reminding me of how he's signed up for marriage. And he's still expecting me to be best man. Oh dear, well, well young Nelson Nara. Yep, Nelson <laughs> arranges his wedding date. I've been thinking about the best way to travel, see? Me dog Clay, I have to come. He hates the wife. <laughs> then there's me farm cat, young Charles. He hates everybody. <laughs> so I'm taking him too. And me wedding gift, you know, last but not least, one of me best Len ends. That's two and a half thousand miles, so I'm going to have to rent. Yep, an RV that is. I'll just tell them it's for me, though, you know, not mention the livestock entourage. Otherwise, they'll be asking for a cleaning and, uh, you know, extra damage deposit up front. Worse still, they might not rent it to me at all. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the renting subject, me old mum, Nan Natter, 
has been reading an article in some women's magazine. Yup, on renting men. <laughs> now the old crow thinks there's still hope for her. Oh dear. For some reason, I think they'll give her a refund the moment they see her. <laughs> Probably add a gift card too, you know, just to divert her away. Or they run in the opposite direction. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. Where I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Well, my lovelies, I'm always getting nice messages from you, my listeners. You know, from time to time I get an odd question too. So, as I mentioned before, in this season... I've decided to feature them in the shows. This one arrived from Do-It-Yourself Dave in North Dakota. Yep, he's thinking about a fixer-upper, but wanted to ask me about deferred maintenance. Oh dear. (laughs) Well, DIY Dave, round here, deferred maintenance is a bit like the seven-year itch. (laughs) Well, that seems to be the length of the cycle. After seven years, everything's got critical. Yep, and before you ask, me old mum, Nan, and the wife, Elsie, have maintenance issues too. <laughs> me old mum, you know, she should have been condemned years ago. <laughs> my wife, oh dear, well, she's like the deferred maintenance you were the most about, see? That's right, don't fix it till it's bust. <laughs> I'm waiting. That's right. Any day now. At that point, I'll be referring it, not deferring it. (laughs) Either way, round here, everyone prefers to watch me do the maintenance. You know, they don't mind that at all. They just sit by and watch. Anyway, DIY Dave, you're in for luck this time. I've decided to tell you more in this show about my own deferred maintenance problems. Uh, it'll make you think. Uh, anyway, I've got it all here on the Ned and show. Old Ding Dang, me fireman, thinks maintenance is uh, a amount he has to pay to his numerous Ding Dang mistakes. <laughs> yep, he's fathered quite a few of them. In a three-mile radius, that is, of course. Ding Dang's not too fussy. More so when he spent a few hours with his best friend, Bud. Yep, apparently six cans does the trick. (laughs) Well, I suppose at least he gets to blame something for his blunders. Ding dang, don't worry about the old house maintenance either, you know, because he still lives with his mama. Yep, she rents this place that looks like a fixer-upper as it is. Well, I'd call it something new, you know, a (laughs) knocker-downer. Might work out better. The landlord is what they call an absentee, you know. Good job he lives in Panama. <laughs> that way, he never gets to see his former investment. Oh, well, they do say what the eye don't see, don't they? Oh. <laughs> so let's have a look at some of those old, good old maintenance issues round here, you know. The old cracker farmhouse is what I call a creaker. You know, it moans, it groans, night and day. It's like the place is in pain. Well, I suppose it makes sense. You know, if you're being slowly eaten to death by termites, you know, they even demolished me old mum Nan's walking stick. I had to buy her a metal one this time. <laughs> even that's gone rusty, though. Then there's the usual problems, is there? You know, well, maybe I've got more than my fair share. Let's see. 
I got dry rot, wet rot, creeping rot, walking rot, running rot, skipping rot, jumping rot, plain old rot rot. <laughs> oh dear. Then there's the mould. Oh dear, again. We got green mould, grey mould, red mould, yellow mould, white mould, new mould, old mould, wall mould, floor mould, ceiling mould. Oh, the place is looking like a stinking old cheese. That's before we mentioned the stains and the drains. Oh dear. <laughs> See, the house was built over 100 years ago. Of course, back then, it didn't have all them modern conveniences. Well, <laughs> just the old built-in inconveniences, that's right. The electrical system, you know, was salvaged from the burned-out remains of Frankenstein's castle. <laughs> Only it's been adapted, you know, to feed off the mains power now. We don't have to wait for a lightning strike, you know, to run the TV or anything else. <laughs> On the other hand, the power poles. Well, put it this way, I call them Pisa poles. Why? Well, they all lean to one side. Most <laughs> caused either by, you know, them high winds or the sinking swamp underneath. The plumbing is another example. Added to that, the house is, you know, they put it in much later, but, uh, you know, to be honest, it still looks like it's nearly as old as a place. In the summer, we sometimes get green water. In the winter, it's sometimes brown. Well, that's obviously the dead version of the summer algae. <laughs> Mind you, I never drink it. And then there's the well. You know, well, I call it a wishing well. See, I wish there was more water coming out at the time. <laughs> then... What's worse is the fact that although in, here in the US there's supposed to be separation between church and state, there's far less separation between well and septic tank. <laughs> I don't know though. Um, well, anyway, a few places around here, they have the real shallow wells. Oh dear, well, they actually pray for rain and then can moan on about the mud. See, when it rains they get more water. The good thing is... The ditch is empty pretty fast too. Yuck. So, there's no telling where their water comes from. They must have blind faith in the fact that one tank ain't supplying the other. <laughs> Fortunately, although me well's slow, it's good and deep. But even then, it smells like a bad fart before it gets filtered. <laughs> the septic is out there somewhere not too close after all. Other than the, you know, what would you call a septic tank? You know, I, I think it's like a man-made version of a urinary tract infection. <laughs> oh dear. Then nature ooh, has a hand in everything, doesn't it? Ready to convert the house back to it. Yep. The back of the house is one example too. Oh dear, well, you know, it's got so many vines growing up the walls of the old place. Looks like a scene from the day of the Triffids. <laughs> the carpenter ants, they, well, they're busy too. I watch them at night, marching around the old place. Like a massive, organised army they are. If you look close though, you know, they're carrying little tool bags, hammer and chisel sets, and saws. Working all night to guarantee the next hurricane blows the house into the next field. Well, that's not all that bad, actually. You know, I, I suppose there might be a better view from there. <laughs> also, with the amount of sand in Florida, you know, carpets are a bad idea. See, if you don't vacuum at least three times a week, 
The carpet gets so heavy, it falls through the bleeding floor. <laughs> and without a floor, you get all kinds of visitors in your house, don't you? And I'm not talking about people. Oh no. Critters. Everything that lived underneath moves upwards. Mind you, near me, it's mostly mobile homes. You know, they make my kind of deferred maintenance look like uh, me farmhouse is in tip-top condition. <laughs> they leave the repairs so long, the only time they get things done is by femur. Yep. After a hurricane or natural disaster, the home was already a disaster before an inch of rain showed, and within two weeks, they're getting free windows, new doors, and roofs. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can always find me and the shows at nednat.com. By the way, me nudist neighbour, old Fred, has a different kind of maintenance issue. It's called high maintenance. <laughs> See, old Fred took a break from the unreliability of swingers, swappers and nudists for a while. He went and signed up to a new website in the Ope of meeting a sugar baby. Oh, that's right. So you pitch, you know, for a millionaire, you know, not a desperate backwards nudist. <laughs> sugar babies are traditionally the younger kept woman of an older wealthy man, aren't they? But of course, the internet's changed all that. Oh dear. The sugar babies now range from ages sort of 18 to um, 80. <laughs> Quite a few are closer to uh, jelly babies and far from what we used to call spring chickens. <laughs> the websites, they're packed with old boilers actually. <laughs> as you know, Fred is not the most selective of folks, is he? And that means he's got a wide choice. <laughs> Still, to be honest, choice is irrelevant. It's all about money, isn't it? And paying their bills. That's right, their bills. Oh dear, Fred. Of course, you've heard of the expression horses for courses, haven't you? Well, so basically old Fred reckons a dinner date means driving his 1994 minivan to a drive-thru. <laughs> romantic evening means taking a flashlight down to the nearest beach. And safe sex means not doing it in the middle of the freeway. <laughs> See, Fred's out of touch, to say the least. So... We get to the eye maintenance bit, don't we? Fred's 54-year-old sugar baby <laughs> is demanding he pay her rent. $1,200 and her car payment, $300. And help out with the groceries. That was another $500. Ooh. Of course, I even question the grocery bill bit. 500 bucks. <laughs> but it seems she's got eight kids and four grandkids. They all like snacking too. Ooh. I think Fred needs to go back to life as a happy-go-lucky swinger. Take his chances there, or better still, retire from the dating scene altogether. Take up bowling or poker, something less expensive. <laughs> or you go back, you know, like he was before, lying out on a nudist beach and hoping something lands on him. <laughs> Mind you, last time, it was a couple who showed. Yep, a couple. That's right, turkey vultures. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here, the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and me shows at nednatter.com. Me campers aren't going anywhere soon, but despite the Twilight Zone, their little canvas world needs a little maintenance. 
And when it does, the wife Elsie is always ready with a needle and thread. They're still under canvas, you know. See their so-called new trailer, you know, bought off one of Ding Dang's relatives, Mr Elrod. <laughs> Turned out to be a disaster as expected. Not just rotten. It's got more fleas than a stray dog. <laughs> Added to that, it looks as if the folks that make calendars had a hand in manufacture this one. <laughs> as you know, me lovely vegan neighbour, young Alice, has been inviting me over to the farm. Before you ask, the place is immaculate. Not a speck of dust or dirt anywhere. Of course. I feel a bit out of place when I go there. <laughs> I do take off me boots, though, and me overalls at the door. Mind you, poor Alice is staying indoors for a couple of weeks. Yep. She tells me Mercury is in retrograde. And that's a bad omen. I wanted to join her, you know, a couple of weeks indoors. Sound nice. But me farm's a real mess right now. It's definitely going backwards round here. <laughs> oh dear. It would have been a great excuse to, you know, to stay indoors for a while. Added to that, the wife Elsie has been on Gatorade for years. That's right, Gatorade, not retrograde. <laughs> of course, as it seems to make her more suspicious and trigger happy too. In fact, she's the human incarnation of a bad omen most days. <laughs> This is Ned Matt here with the Ned Matt Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Me neighbour and part-time political commentator, Old Rush, he's always got something to say. When I told him I was nattering about house maintenance, he was quick to get it wrong, as usual. <laughs> and he suggested the house needs more than maintenance. It needs fumigating. <laughs> oh dear, Rush. I wasn't talking about Congress. I was chatting about private homes. <laughs> his favourite topic alone, poor old mucker. And then, as usual, he's off to the toilet. Grumbling <laughs> on about draining the swamp. Oh, cliche, eh? Well, I think it's this place needs fumigating for sure. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here. Ned Nat Show. When I'm not here, you can always find me at midnight.com. By the way, my long-lost relative Skip now tried setting up as a handyman once. You know, looking to do a bit of deferred maintenance of his own. Offering his home's maintenance skills, actually, you know, to unsuspecting folks. Trouble is, Skip's handies were more like man-handling everything out of there. <laughs> yep. Folks usually arrived home, you know, to half an empty house. <laughs> While on the subject of, you know, common, me agent 50% has lined me up a new ad this week. He's been at it again, though, looking over me notes and seeing I was nattering about this, you know, maintenance thing. He's lined up a new ad. Well, it's a bit too typical, but anyway, here goes, me lovelies. Have you ever considered a simple answer to deferred maintenance? Well, we have it all at Scorched Earth, Inc. <laughs> we offer the best range of services available. Call our Vice President, Bill Dozer today, or his friendly assistant, Sally Scorch. They'll have every item of deferred maintenance solved in minutes. 
just one call and you'll never have to worry about another home issue again. Call us today at 1900 burn it, that's 1900 burn it, or visit their website putamatchtoit.biz for a free no obligation quote. <laughs> Oh dear, still not useful around here. This is Ned Natter with the Ned Natter Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Whichever way you dice it, the Ned Natter Show is usually pretty high maintenance. <laughs> but to finish up this time, I wanted to mention a letter we received here at Two Medicine Farm. Yup, a regular letter. Oh, makes a change from an email, doesn't it? <laughs> Better still, probably with a stamp on it too. <laughs> anyway, it comes from this bloke who calls himself the urban farming guy. He reckons I should encourage more folks to start urban farms. Well, urban guy sounds like a great idea. Trouble is, is I read through your info and I see a few flaws in your plan. Oh, yeah. But first, I need to give you, me listeners, a little bit, a bit of a background on it. You see, this urban farming guy, what he does, he gets people to you know, let him use their gardens and yards to grow veggies. Yep, in the middle of the city. Well, at first I thought, mm, yep, makes a change from tedious lawns, doesn't it? And flower borders. Then something, you know, popped into my head. Oh dear. See, I had a relative who was super proud of his pristine lawn. You know, the kind, you know, wouldn't even let soul set foot on it. Like a bowling green it was, you know. Any, Anyway, it got me thinking. What if the urban guy gets a phone call, see? You know, yep, you're welcome to use my garden and backyard. Just go ahead and maybe, you know, give me a few veggies if it all works out well. So, you know, urban farming guy rubs his hands together and he heads off to make a fresh new start. He arrives... At 9006, 9006 Main Street. There's a pristine lawn right there. So he goes red and tears it up with his gas-powered tiller. The lawn is gone in no time. And he then plants thousands of little baby cabbages. Great, all done. Did you get that all, me lovelies? Get that? Right, okay. So, good. Well, that morning, you see, Mr Jones left his home with pride and joy, along with his pristine lawn at 6006 Main Street. Did you get that? 6006? Yep. Went to work with the usual plan of heading home that evening and mowing it as usual, tending it with loving care. What you didn't notice, though, was a little small piece of maintenance hadn't been attended to, you know. One of the screws had dropped out of his house number and the nine was now upside down. Yep. <laughs> Put to course like a six. Oh dear. Well, all I can say, Mr. Jones, is mowing rows of tiny cabbages ain't easy. <laughs> then the last thing that bothers me, particularly in this era of renaming just about everything, yep, street names. See, in the citrus growing parts of Florida, you know, plenty of orange streets, lemon and the like, you know. So in the northern cities where citrus is less likely, you know, and away from Apple Avenue, you might find Main Street, you know, renamed to Cabbage Street. <laughs> Highway 1 is now Lettuce Lane. 
That's lettuce, actually, not Lois. <laughs> Lois Lane is something completely different. See, that's not too bad, is it, really? But uh, if you take the urban farming argument a bit further, you might end up with some less desirable options, eh? How about compost close? <laughs> the manure mile? Or even ammonia avenue? <laughs> Oh dear, I can really see that causing a bit of a stink in suburbia. <laughs> and of course, you can't forget the tools, can you? Well, <laughs> actually, maybe you should. You see, well, Fork Street ain't too bad, is it? But living in Ho Court, or Ho Corner, not so good. Spade Road or might present a few problems. All I can say is good luck with your urban farming. Nice thought in the world... Well, we all have veggies 2,000 miles or more. And don't get to eat them until they're nearly zapped, you know, of all their goodness. <laughs> well, on that note, me lovelies, I'd better go. Even when you can't be growing your own, providing it's legal in your state, or country that is. So until next time, I'm Ned now. Just remember, farmers are getting older. Some of us more than others. It's time some new blood came down. Gives an end. Short matters. Without us, you would never end to eat. Without me, the Wednesdays won't be so much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com, along with them social media links. So please come on by and say hi. It'd be nice to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Nednatter show again. So until next time, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. Goodbye, my lovelies. <laughs>